Hi, friend. Hello. So guess what? What? I was looking at Facebook Reels. Uh-huh. And, you know, I, I get into it, kind of watch a few. And I see this one where this lady um, shows her beautiful, pristine kitchen. Mm -hmm. And then she says, um, the caption's like, five things that I put away to make this kitchen, you know, Facebook worthy. Okay. And it was like her dish uh, strainer, like for her uh -huh. um, dirty dishes, uh -huh. her sponges, uh -huh. paper towels, paper towels, even the hand towels, like the tea towels. Oh my God. So she, what was left of her kitchen? I mean, there was nothing out and it was spotless and it was beautiful, but she totally proved what I have suspected that to get that picture, they are hiding their everyday life. Do you know what I would have to put away? <laughs> I'd be putting away things for a week. Yeah. What's even real anymore? Do we know? Welcome to Wine with Friends. Welcome to Wine with Friends. Hi, friend. Hi. Welcome to Wine with Friends. Thanks. I'm Alex. I'm Andrew. And, uh, you know, today, we're re well, we were supposed to be recording bright and early. Time is ticking away, but we decided we needed to not start with wine. A little too early for the wine. It's sad. I mean, it's not. Maybe we should reverse this. We just have a long day ahead of us. We do it. have a long day ahead of us. If we didn't have so much responsibilities... Then, yes, a bottle of wine would be perfect. But instead, we're sipping on our Starbs. What's your go-to Starbucks? I know, but... White chocolate milk. There you go. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I do the shaken espresso. Mm. My taste has evolved over the years, as we've talked about. Remember, I said I used to just get the espresso, and then I don't know what I did for a while, some cold brew and stuff. But it's, I mean, it ain't cheap, but sure is tasty. You like it cold. I do. I do. I like my coffee hot. Yeah. Nothing wrong with hot cup of coffee. Yeah. yeah. Just have to microwave it a few times a day. <laughs> Is that like the ultimate mom thing or what? Like forgetting where you put it or having to re-microwave it or... Like it will like beep to remind me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Microwave's good for something. We did uh, a few years ago. We got rid of like um, our normal coffee pot that brews into the you know, the carafe pot. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. we got the half and half, so it's half Keurig, half carafe. Oh. Which, in my head, I thought was going to be perfect because I'm like, well, in the morning time, we can make the pot. Yeah. And you go from there, you know, uh -huh. the pot, me and Matt would drink it, you know, go from there. And then in the, you know, afternoon, you need the one more. I could use the Keurig just to make that one uh -huh. cup of coffee. But no, I spent a fortune on K-Cups. Oh and just do do you get just regular coffee or do you get some don't they make them that they can be like lattes and stuff too or yeah i was coffee i i've tried those we do a lot of flavors oh well that's why you got to do it because then you got to pick which it's flavor fun. you want yes yeah. and i have a storage drawer that i love to have my pods oh, there underneath you. it's yes um, is it aesthetically pleasing though yes and it moved the whole thing will oh. move Okay, well, I'm going to need a picture of this. We're going to get this right up on our Instagram, yeah, okay? It is. We got to keep up with the Joneses. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's a meanwhile ask. Listen, we're going to just give you a little dose of reality here, okay? That's what we do. <laughs> uh, we record this lovely podcast in my basement. And we're sitting here listening to Upstairs. <laughs> Uh, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. There's a dog chasing something or a child dragging something. And it's where it is what it is. If you hear it, that's that's what's going on. It, and it's real life. It's intriguing. We are wondering. This is a couple of moms just trying to do their thing. Yeah. So there you have it. Make it work. There you have it. Hey, we have to rewind on something. What's that? The water bottle on the airplane. <gasps> yes. Yes. So I um, contacted our expert, Ray, because as we were talking about the water bottle, we were talking about the the plastic. Like a like a disposable bottle. Yes. 
single use. And I was, I had questioned, can you use your own metal, you know, what are, what are they called? Like um, a, like a reusable, uh, like a, I have a yeah, hydro flasher Yeti or a Stanley yeah. cup. Those are the Thank hot ones. Thank you for helping me with yeah. that. I cannot keep up with the Joneses. That's all stuff, man. But I did get confirmation from her that, yes, if you have it empty as you go through, then you can refill it on the other side. If there's liquid in it, they will make you dump out sure. the liquid. Okay, so I won't put my wine into my hydro flask. Well, unless you're going to chug it real quick. <laughs> you never know. Before you go through. That might be a bad idea. <laughs> no, but that is good to know because, like, you know, a standard water bottle is going to be, what, like 16 ounces? And I have a 32-ounce bottle, which is nice. I will say, somebody just told me they were on an airplane, but they forgot. And they had a bottle like that. They forgot about it, like, pressurizing in the plane. And they opened it up. Oh. And it, like, shot everywhere. Oh. Oh, there's a factor to consider. Yes. <laughs> uh, so there's that. But it is, that's good to know. My only thing is, it depends on, like, what is your carrying capability. I like to be hands-free, especially with any child. Yeah. I need all hands-free. I need the things I need highly accessible. That's why I use such a small purse now because I don't, I can't uh, spend yeah. my time digging. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'd be nice to shove all the things in, but then you're digging through all the mm -hmm. things, right? So it needs to be like pockets, hands-free. So it's like, do I have a hand for my water bottle? Oh. I like when I walk into work with usually a coffee, a water bottle, and a can of sparkling water. <laughs> You could get those um, hook things and hook it to your bag. Yeah, but 32 ounces of water in a metal bottle is heavy, man. Yeah. You'd be like walking sideways. Uh, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. Not saying it's not worth doing. It just, if you're, if it's a trip where you have plenty of space in your bag versus when you're trying to or travel across the country with one bag. Have a smaller bottle that you True. can shove into like a pocket yes. of the bag. Yeah. Yeah, we solved all the problems. We solved all the trouble. <laughs> Stay hydrated, my friend. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's Halloween. We are recording on Halloween. Oh, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Do you like Halloween? I do. I think it's fun. Yeah. We watched Beetlejuice the other night, which I hadn't watched in like forever. Probably like 15 years. I posted a little reel on my Wino Next Door page. Again, I'm on Instagram at the Wino Next Door. I made a fun little reel of some of my favorite classic Halloween movies and wines to pair with them. And then it made me want to watch them all. So we watched Beetlejuice. I had the wine. And then the next night we sat down to watch Ghostbusters and got nowhere. But um, I but it was a fun idea. I did see your, your yeah. guide there. Yeah. Um, I have to show you. My neighbor, she goes all out for Halloween. Okay. And um, our her son is probably five. He's in kindergarten, maybe six. I think he's five. Okay. The cutest kid ever. Yeah. And she goes all out on him every year. And look what he was this year. <gasps> he was Beetlejuice. The cutest Beetlejuice that you ever saw in all of your life. And then he just came walking over. He's got the suit like, hey, and the hair. The whole outfit. I love it. That's great. That's great. So, yeah, when you said Beetlejuice, it reminded me of him. So, shout out to Caden and Amanda. Hearts. So, okay, your kids are, let's see, I always get this wrong, 10 and 14. Oh. Did I get it right? 13. 14 in, like, May, June. Yeah, They're both May. in, like, the spring. Okay. Yeah. I got that much. Okay. 10 and 13. So, do they still dress up? Um, this year was crazy. We always are kind of like a last minute family, but uh -huh. usually a few weeks before we will go to like the store and get ideas, get yeah. a couple things, usually spend a fortune because all that shit's so expensive. So expensive. This year, like, and you can't get just one thing because no, they got it accessorized. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So this year we really had it, like, time got away from us. I don't know. Like, and the kids really weren't bringing it up. The last few years, Noah has worn masks, but uh -huh. usually with, like, an outfit okay. that goes with it. Okay. So he, last minute, he's like, oh, I want a mask. Well, that made Reagan jealous. So then Reagan was like, I want a mask. So thank goodness for Amazon. <laughs> That's true. Because last Dude, year, Camila changed her mind. 47 times leading up to Halloween. She had told me for probably two months that she wanted to be Rapunzel. And then about two weeks before, it was like, I want to be Anna. I want to be Rapunzel. I want to be a flower. 
I want to be a butterfly. Oh, no. Like she was changing her mind every single day. So I was like, I'm not buying anything. I'm going to wait till like last minute. And I, we did do Rapunzel and I think I ordered it on Amazon four days before and she was great. And then this year she said for the last six months, she said she wanted to be outlet. And then all of a sudden did the same thing one day. What do you want to be? I want to be this. I want to change your mind constantly. And I'm like, I don't know. Finally, one day last week, we're like, you got to pick. And Mario's doing this new thing when he takes her to the store and she picks something. He takes a video of her picking it. So then when she goes back later and is like, I want something else. He's like, nope. Oh, right here. Oh, okay. You said this is. And she gets quiet. She's like, okay, cool. Oh, I like that. It's psychology that's working. Like, or because she hurts. She's in this phase of like constantly wanting more things. So we have to remind her that like you, there was one day that she like lost her mind. She's like, I don't want this anymore. I wanted the other one. It's like, you picked this one. We cannot return it. Mm. We're not going back for another one. This is what you picked. She was losing it. So it's a little, it's working. Huh. Yeah. That's real smart. She's still constantly asking for things, but we're working on that. I mean, that's kids. life. That's yeah. kids. Um, okay. So. Reagan and Noah both had a mask. Yeah, so Noah had, like, a whole, like, we just keep old costumes and stuff. And, like, Darby had one of those, like, morph outfits where it's just, like, one collar's jumpsuit thing. And it goes, oh, okay. Oh, I'm going to need a picture of that. But Noah wore that. <laughs> you know, I didn't take any pictures of her again. Really? How awful. I only took a couple. But we were having fun. We got together with some friends for well, trick they, or treat. Like, took off. And, yeah. like, this year they were, like, you know, we don't really need you. Oh. So, And then I was, like, setting up our little table when Reagan was running around. But, yeah, she literally got a mask. And her mask came with two masks, huh? which was surprising. And it had, like, the x our eyes or whatever. Oh. A lot of kids had them. And then she wore a uh, black sweatshirt and black sweatpants. And we were like, that's it? Like, <laughs> like I'd given her ideas about, yeah. like, wear this, like, cape thing. Uh -huh. Oh, that it could be mysterious. No, she, that's what she wore. So she was super comfortable. There you go. Yeah. What was your favorite Halloween costume that you wore growing up? Oh, gosh. There's a good question. That's a good question. I really go back. I don't, do you have one? I'm trying to think now. I feel like now I'm trying to just, like, think of costumes. And I remember this one year. You know, but we used to make more. Now they're pretty much all I, bought. Mom, when I was in like kindergarten, she sewed on the sewing machine a pumpkin, and then my parents would take newspaper and stuff oh, it. Stop that. And good. I would sit down, like it would be like out two feet on each side. My sister one year was a bunch of grapes. Tell me that. Oh, that's that's I should be doing that now. So I think she wore like green tights and a leotard and stuff as like a stem. Yeah. And then my mom attached a bunch of purple balloons to her. That's smart. Yeah. Can I tell you one of the funniest things I ever saw in all my life on Halloween? <laughs> I only went to one Halloween party at a college campus. Okay. And this was when I had not been, I had been past college. Uh -huh. So it was probably like <laughs> early 20s and my friend took me and we're walking through, down the streets and all of a sudden all these guys start running through and they're like in shorts and stuff and they're like whoa like like 15 of them okay. they're running through the crowd and they're Ooh. going all over so everybody's like what <gasps> what at the very end was one of their friends dressed as a bull <laughs> and it was the running of the bull <laughs> it was so smart like i was like yeah that is so it was funny. great it was great i remember when i was in like third or fourth grade and i don't remember what the reason was you know we did like our halloween parade at school yeah i don't remember if i didn't have a costume or the costume didn't work for at school or something like that that i was like i'm gonna take toilet paper and wrap myself up like a mummy <laughs> but then my backup was like just in case it doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> i'll just take a sheet and be a goat <laughs> so of course i'm trying to wrap myself in toilet paper and nothing for it's all yeah. staring whatever so i threw a sheet over myself <laughs> i was a ghost everybody else probably had all these creative things right <laughs> just a walking sheet did you have eye holes i don't really remember <laughs> hey. i probably tried to block the ass to get out on a backup plan <laughs> that's part of that yeah so that's what I remember one year my dad actually took us to a costume store where you could, like, rent costumes. I think they used oh, cool. it for, like, um, more, like, theatrical productions, I think is what the store was for. Okay. I don't remember why we were there. I don't know if he needed Fancy. something or if there was, like, or another reason we were there or if it was, like, he knew somebody. I don't remember. But I had this costume and I was an owl. 
And I thought that was kind of cool. You were a hoot. (laughs) Oh, look at you. Um, I feel like I remember like being a hippie was always a thing when I was a kid, dressing up as a hippie. We went to a party one time. I can't remember exactly. This guy, he had, he was like a a turtle. Not like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, like a full-blown turtle. He had like a hard shell on his back. It was impressive. And then he would lay on the ground and he, I don't, can't remember exactly how he had it, but he had like roller skates or something. And like, you could push him across the ground and he would just go. Oh, that's good. But I'm trying to think about how he did it. I can't remember if it was on his, I can't remember exactly how it worked out, but I know it was wild. I I was like, that's a lot of work. (laughs) It's commitment. Yes. No, I don't, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't remember many more of my costumes. I mean, I know a rapper. I was a pumpkin, I think, a couple of times. I I think that was probably my first year. I was a little pumpkin, and that's always cute. There's a picture of my sister and my cousin and me, and I'm a pumpkin, and my cousin's a ballerina, and Erin is a witch, and her face is painted green. (laughs) That I remember that was fun in my dad loved doing that painting oh. face green and i can't wait for the day that camila lets me dress her up as a witch oh, face green. that's so sweet yeah. yeah but camila had fun going so our trick-or-treating was a couple nights ago our our city actually does yeah. that at like nighttime it's fun for the kids but she she was so excited to see so many other characters so she's like mama look there's isabella or there's anna or she saw another elsa she was she was elsa and she saw another elsa and yeah, lots of uh, Encanto characters. That, that was that was cute. She's like, look who's over there. You know, that was cute. Aww. She had fun. Then she got to go with her friends and we had fun too. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes with the holidays and it kind of kicks off with Halloween. I mean, it's this is all the time. But, you know, like you were saying with your neighbors going all out, you kind of start to be in like, and same with the costumes. You get one thing, you got to get everything. Mm-hmm. How... Are people doing all of these elaborate, I mean, we walk the dog down around the corner and this house has like in their window over there, like they have like a two-story foyer and they have the, like, they had like a werewolf up in the window and like all these, like these huge blow up things and there's this and there's that and it's like impressive, but who's putting it all up? Who's taking it all down? Who's funding it? Aren't you scared in your own house at night? (laughs) And then it's just like now just snowballs all the way through Christmas. And it's all about having these perfect this and perfect that and the Christmas tree and the everything. I don't even I can't even get my words out because I can't even fathom it. Well, I feel like like... with this reel that you saw how perfect everything looks online. And then we all want it to look perfect. And we're in this age of social media that is impossible to keep up with. It is. And uh like, I will catch myself looking at these beautiful houses because once you start one reel, you just yeah, are going. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, gosh, I would kill. Like, I would love to have my house look like that. But I also work. Mm-hmm. We have kids who destroy everything. Mm-hmm. We have the dog. Mm-hmm. We're tired. Yeah. We're tired. Um, and I understand that, like, some of these people that post this stuff um i could joke just by looking at their house they're in a totally different tax bracket <laughs> so they might have you know some some cleaning people that right. come over yeah. and help some professional maybe decorators maybe they have like even a, a babysitter or a nanny or somebody that helps with the kids while they do these things um they might even have like a, a wing of their house that like, doesn't get used <laughs> and that's so for storage where no that's where they take their picture uh, you know and then they keep oh. everything else behind hidden doors somewhere else yeah, I will say as much as I talk all the time about, I really like social media. I think it's a very cool, I don't know, there's something, I, I like the way you can connect with people. I like yeah. the way that you can share things. I like a lot of it. But then there's so much of it too that is so overwhelming. Like I find my, I this is a perfect example. Okay, I made this little sangria on Saturday night before trick or treat because, you know, that's like the thing. You take your beverage trick or treat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to make a reel. I'm going to share this with my people. But I was like, it just doesn't look good enough. So I didn't share it because I'm like, it doesn't look like all these other people do it. I just put like the recipe in my stories. I oh, like, I, you know, I didn't feel like I could edit together this video. And for one thing, that takes time. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to spend two hours on it, yeah, it would have been perfect. But it also would have been better if I had thought to share it a week prior so everybody could make it for right. their trick-or-treating. And I'm last-minute mom over here because I'm yeah. a working mom just doing these little things or hobbies on the side. And I love it. But... 
there comes a point where you can't keep up with it all. I can't make it look the way the next person makes it because you're right. They have some special space set up where they can have backgrounds and lighting and all that. And can I do that? Yes, I'm capable of it, but I better set aside like four hours of time to do it. You're touching on something here. Uh, I am willing to bet that a lot of these women who do have these reels of their pristine homes and decorations and crafts and all that stuff, um, it, this is their job. Right. Which good for them. Right. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, right. but then it's hard when, you know, somebody like me is like the little guy that's doing this as a passion project, but I feel like I can't succeed because I'm never, it's never going to look like theirs looks, you know? Yep. So theirs is more visually appealing. And, and it could be just to somebody else who's just like me. And that's who I want to appeal to is somebody who's just like me and might say, you know, it's, it, they, maybe they can't make it look perfect either, but they still want to look at what looks perfect. That's the uh, the pitfall with the social media. Yeah, it's. I think it's impossible these days. And I think you had some good points that you were talking about with younger moms. Like my here was kind of my perspective, putting it all bigger picture. You know, we had like our parents or grandparents' generation growing up where mom was at home, mom wasn't working, mom was able to. I mean, think about if you didn't have to work what would you yeah you would be probably keeping a clean house every day and have dinner on the table when when Matt got home yeah or at least a lot closer to it yeah you know if you weren't doing weren't working and then you know us with all of our side projects (laughs) it it frees up so much more that it's a totally different picture right so you keep the house clean you take care of the kids you have the laundry done and then you have dinner on the table and all those things so there's that and then there was this period in between where women started working partially out of financial necessity and family family structures changed and whatnot but also i think like women were like no we're gonna take our power back and we're gonna be our own people and we're gonna get out of the house too and we're not here to cook and clean for you which i don't think either of us has a husband who's expecting that either that's not our picture but i'm just like my husband would love to be a house husband my husband would be a very good house husband. So like much. he would be a much better house husband than I would be housewife. Me too. Hundred yes. percent. Yes. If only I could make enough money to where he could stay home. I would let him in a second. Love it. I wouldn't want him to. And in a I right. I would love just to go off to work. Yeah. Like I did my time at home and I cherish my time with my children. Absolutely. And all that, but yeah, I need to do stuff. I out yeah. of the house. Yeah, he can stay home. But anyways, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm no, you're good. I'm just talking like again, it's like the whole evolution of things. And then now we're in this age where most families don't have a choice. Two parents are working. There's certainly families who th- there is one parent home and that's wonderful and and there's right. nothing bad to, to be said about that. Correct. Yeah. But so many families these days require two families to to two be parents. working. I'm sorry, two parents to be working. And some of that is because we're all trying to keep up with the Joneses. So we need more income to get our kids more crap. But again, it's like this is it's what we're all doing. And yet there's this space on social media that is portraying things that makes you question, how do you do all this? And then you have a job. Because I think all the time I could do all that if I could stay home. But then how would I pay my bills? Even And how do you it, – it's just it, – I have to imagine – a mom just a little bit younger than me that grew up in a space only knowing social media and didn't know that I feel like in the 80s and 90s there was a lot more pictures of just like hot mess mom was the thing it was because we were everybody was just like working away right Mm -hmm. and now it's like but we don't actually know what's happening what's actually happening Mm -hmm. even the moms who stay home how can they do it with children because my kids make messes everywhere they yeah. go. Like, I'm constantly cleaning up the same areas of the house right. over and over and over because of that's where we are living, spending most mm-hmm. of our time, and that's where the kids are. Like, And then I feel like I can't even get to an- the other stuff I need to do in the house because I'm constantly having to you know clean up the kitchen right. and make it good. Yeah. In the living room, blah, blah, blah. By the time you get done with that, you're like... I mean, I guess I definitely have thoughts of like, okay, when Camila goes to school all day long, maybe there's a lot more I can accomplish in a day at home. But then I also know when Camila goes to school all day, my work schedule is going to change. I'm automatically going to be putting more time in outside of the home. 
I said at home. That sounds so like <laughs> weird, but you know, I'll immediately yeah. be at work more. And then, then I think about it a little bit. I'm like, oh, I kind of don't want her to go to school. What am I going to see her? Oh, you'll still see. And her. that just throws me down a whole other smile. Yeah. Do I work at nighttime? No. What am I going to see her? Well, maybe that will change. <sighs> you can't. You don't get wrapped up in that yet. Okay. Anyway, that can all change. <laughs> But then I'm like, even these moms I see on social media that are posting reels every day, but you say you have toddlers. How are you having the time to make a video? My kid doesn't really let me do that. Right. She does does sometimes, but I get like a short period of time. So it depends on what is it that I'm trying to create today. Is it something just like little silly fun cute? Yeah, no problem. I can do that. But when I'm trying to actually like provide something that takes a little bit more time and effort, um, I'm going to have to do that when she's at school and it will take me the entire time that she is at school. Even without a mess, just having that child with you, I can't even make a phone call. Mm-mm. I have to go into my garage or in another room because my kids could be quiet for an hour. The minute I get on the phone, they mom, start screaming mom, mom. at each other. They're asking me stuff. Watch this. They're jumping on a snack. Like, what the heck? You, you kids are old enough to work. I can't make a phone call? Like, yeah. Come on. So I think a lot of these women who have these reels, I think this is their job. And... They get rid of those kids for well, a lot of to be stuff. a part of the movement. We've got to continue to change this picture because if social media is there for so many people to see, and like we, like I said, I, I think there's really positive aspects to it, but it's not positive if all we're doing is painting a picture That's that is not, not realistic. If we're just putting things out there that a bunch of people will never, a bunch of moms and young moms especially will never be able to meet this in their eyes this standard all we're doing is creating a bigger mental health issue than we already have now you feel bad about yourself and they feel like they're failing as mothers because i i didn't make these cut out ghost cookies for halloween i didn't make them pumpkin pancakes i didn't do their costume i didn't yeah homemade Man. Yeah. I mean, I can see where some of them, it is nice to look at and you can get some inspiration and you're like, oh, oh, that first sheet, that's cool. But yeah, I mean, we know younger moms and so they have grown up with social media their whole life. Mm -hmm. They don't know another way around it. And to them, like, that's real life. And then they are getting depressed because they are not keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah. And they're feeling like failures as mothers. And it's like, stop. You have, your kids are healthy. Right. You're doing the best you can. You take them to the park. You know, you're spending time with them. They have clothes and food. Like, it's quit worrying about what people are posting on social media because they're posting exactly what they want you to see. How do some of them even get their kids to pose so perfectly and smile in a picture at the pumpkin patch. Let's just start there. With perfect How hair. How do they even do that? Yeah, they're perfectly the dressed and so everyone's styled. Not an ounce of and then the Yeah, the children are smiling and cute. Yeah, no one has crap all over them. And then they have some filter that probably makes it look like it's the most beautiful day. <laughs> I don't know anything about filters. I I'll admit. I mean, I really, I really love and respect the people that are out there trying to change this, and they're trying to say this isn't how it always looks. But that it's somehow it's like, but then why does it still somehow look good? for most? So I I know there's there's people who post actual reality, and I I try to be one of them because this is real life. I can't get I can't do all of the things and be all the things and have it look perfect at the same time. I don't know. It's crazy. This is, uh, this is, we've just got like a big rant today. This is it. This is our wine. Yeah. Our wine of the week week is keeping up with the Joneses. And so it, it kind of started with our talks about Halloween decoration. Yeah. 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 Like each year, like some of our neighbors and we love it, you know, we enjoy it, but like it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. And then I'll be just driving through the city with my kids and they'll be like, oh, look at that well we don't have anything for halloween why don't we have this we should get that blah, blah, blah. there's people who have like i mean i think thousands of dollars of oh, stuff in their sure. yards and i'm like yeah. well they are doing it so let's enjoy looking at right it's like when you go looking at christmas lights yeah <laughs> yes yeah, the same thing 
and it just snowballs like and then i'm like well why do kids why we we're not the ones who are putting up all that stuff right. for halloween we have a few decorations we put up and you know well, we i can't it. take it if it doesn't look perfect i don't and that i don't even think that that's like a social media influence thing it's just like that's how i want it to look so sometimes i'm like i just don't want to do it because i can't get it good enough oh that's sad though like why would i feel that way that is kind of sad because you just want to enjoy it right, right. I mean, I've definitely given up on some of that since having a child. I mean, yeah, I like the that does, I like the gifts to be like Christmas time. I want the gifts to be wrapped really nice. I do usually only buy a few rolls of wrapping paper. Mm-hmm. The colors all coordinate. Yeah. I really like that. Mm-hmm. But then I want to like perfectly place them under the tree. Yeah, I can't do that. The dogs eat them. Yep, it's wild. Yeah, it's wild. So there's another reality thing. Friends that are listening, will you share with us? Your pictures of reality. Send us some pictures. Oh my gosh, I love that idea. The, the uh, email, winewithfriendspod at gmail.com. Message them to us on Instagram at winewithfriendspod or share them in your stories and tag us because we've got to change this. Yeah. Let's we need a real life movement. Real life. I like it. Real life. Real life. Real moms. Some of what we were also saying is we we want to be a good sounding board here and we want to share with you just the the remind remember reminder easy for you to say <laughs> <laughs> that everything you see isn't real and at some point you have to separate yourself and you have to remind yourself you're doing the best that you can. And if you don't take the time, which, of course, here we go again with the whole, have you ever seen the, 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 the things that say like, oh, parenting is so easy, like eat your vegetables, but let them have fun and have candy and don't be too this and make sure it's organic, but what, who can afford it? And yes, and do that. Like, it's all these things that are all contradicting each other. And, and then it's also like, and don't, uh, Take advantage of every minute you have with your kids while you can, but don't forget to take time for yourself. Right. Like the just time in a day, again, as working moms can be impossible. And the the number of things that you're supposed to try to accomplish at once is incredible. Incredible. It is the hardest job. Yeah. Me and Matt were just saying that this morning. And I think we also agree that even with spouses that are such wonderful parents and great partners there's still a load of motherhood that no one else takes on there's a different guilt and there's a different emotion and there's a different feeling that moms are moms are just taking on something different so i feel like dads feel responsible for like um you know like the livelihood of the family you know like providing the money and I, this is just out of, in my experiences, you know, like I'm not trying to speak for everybody, right? but I feel like, and that, you know, that goes back hundreds of years. Like that's the, the man is the, you know, the provider of mm-hmm. that. Um, I think that the women, so I don't know if their guilt, like if they have any kind of guilt, like maybe they wish they could make more money or do this or stuff, but it doesn't, guys, if they can just blow that off. I feel like it doesn't weigh on them. The mother guilt. Where do you think the mom guilt started? That's because where I'm I honestly, I think this goes all the way back. I think that my mom would say the same thing that she would have felt the same pressures to keep up with the same, not the same expectations, but pressures to keep up with expectations of what society expected then. Mm-hmm. And her mom would have said the same thing. I can tell you that for sure. That is a long line in my family mm-hmm. of like, Meeting the expectations and the societal standards and looking good to this person. And here's to be question. honest, I just don't really give a crap. And I'm like, let's be real. Okay, here's a question. Do you think, like, you know this as you're, because you're an adult now with your mom. But when you were a kid, do you think, did you have a feeling that she was struggling with these internal issues? I wouldn't say that I felt like she was struggling. But definitely it was a known fact in my family that Grammy was top notch. Oh, okay. Okay. And Grammy needed to meet the, it was going to be the way that Grammy wanted it to be. So if Grammy wanted us to wear matching dresses, damn it, get your dresses there on. Pressure We're going to do it. Okay. And I don't know if that was so much for her or if that was her 
meeting the expectation that she felt she needed to meet for the people around her. Right. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, that I don't know. So I know my mom. So my mom, my sister is 10 years older than me. And my brother was nine years older than me. They mm -hmm. were like 18 months apart. Okay. My brother is deceased. And then I came later in life. <laughs> I was there. A miracle. There you go. And uh, I, so I know my mom, when I had my kids, like when Noah was little and stuff, and she'd be like, gosh, I just don't know how you're doing this all. And like my dad and me would be like, mom, you had two little ones. Mm -hmm. And she was president of the PTA, and people are calling her to ask what color tablecloths they should wear oh. for this holiday. And she's like, uh -huh. no. Right. You know, like, and she was a nurse and was working and doing all that. But she, like, forgot about all that, right. I guess. But when I was, like, a, like a teenager, preteen teenager and stuff, um, like, I never got the feeling that my mom was, like, feeling, like, these pressures like we do now. So I don't know if she just, like handled it well or you know she right. she kept that stuff to herself um i felt very lucky like i felt like i had a great childhood and all that kind of yeah. stuff so like that i don't know if i'm projecting onto my kids right. the feeling that i feel or if they see it how i saw it Right. You know, if I did, I have asked my mom and she'd be like, oh, yeah, like, you know, there these people were doing this and I'm doing this. And, yeah. You know, we had to figure out because my dad was a fireman. My mom was a nurse schedule. So because there's always usually uh -huh. a parent at home uh -huh. or somebody uh -huh. like, you know, they had a lot to navigate, too. Yeah. I just feel like with social media and then people put everything onto their Facebook pages and this and that. And then you're, you know, scrolling through and reading and then. That's just an added pressure of, oh, well, I know it, she's it's doing more it. accessible. What somebody else is doing is now more accessible. So you ha you're giving yourself you're more. Preparing yeah. more. Yes. Like, I know she's doing this, but then how could she do that? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, you know, just random people that I know and love. And I love to see the pictures of the kids and keep in touch with family and stuff like that. But I do, I will get caught up in all that. And then you get onto the reels and like yeah. all that stuff. Like yeah. it just adds another layer, I think. And it's just so in your face. Yeah. That's true. That's just I opinion. to be honest, I really don't know and I don't know that I've ever had that conversation with my mom or questioned that with my mom. I think her pressure came this is my impression, so I don't want to give that to my mom either. I'm speaking for her. My impression was that her pressure came just more from her mother. Mm -hmm. And I think that wonderful woman couldn't have asked for a better grandma. Like, great. But she had her vision of things, and that's what it was going to be. Well, and she was from a different time. Very yeah. different time, mm -hmm. and they were just very old school, and it was going to be Grammy's way. Sometimes Papa's way. Mostly Grammy's way. Um, And I think that my mom tries very hard to be different than her mom in positive ways of, like, trying to learn from what you know it's like anybody can be like i didn't like how this person did this and i want to learn from that to try to do this mm -hmm. for any you know what i mean and uh but she also is still has ingrained in her so much of my grandparents naturally yeah right, right. there's nothing wrong with that it's your dna yeah <laughs> but i think i'm just that generation a little bit further away that i'm like i'm just not doing it and i i feel bad sometimes because i don't know if that's something that my mom takes as, um, like a slapped in her face. Not, yeah, I mean, I, maybe not quite that harsh of a term, but you know, she she remembers parenting her kids that she did a lot to to please grandma, but I don't do things to please my mom, and that's not in a negative way. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's a I'm doing the way that I feel is best for me and for my family and for my child. And I respect and love you very much and appreciate you and, and the wonderful mother that you are and the wonderful family that you've provided us and the wonderful memories that we've had. But some of them I choose to say, that's just not the choice for me, for my family. But that's a testament to your mom for raising you to be a strong you know, woman. 
I to will make those choices. I will say I think you're right because as much as I think I probably made both of my parents want to pull their hair out sometimes because I was kind of a wild one, I think she likes it a little bit. Yeah, she does. She's very proud of all the things that I do, and I appreciate that. Yeah. That means a lot when you have a parent's support. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it always does, even though. You kind of grow up and you need your own independence and you don't really want to live for your parents anymore. It still feels good. Oh, my gosh. You still. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I will still call my parents, you know, for things. Or like, my mom is always excited really about good. that. I do. And that's like, cool. Oh, I don't feel great. Oh. I'm, like in my late 20s, mid middle 20s, I got super sick and I didn't know what else to do. I was living in my own apartment and I called my mom and she came over and she ended up taking me to the doctor and then she took me back to their house and they took Aww. care of me. Like I just needed yeah. my mama. Yeah. And I felt like embarrassed. I was like, oh, I'm like 24 years old, you know? Hell, but it's like, yeah, what you like, do? Work and stuff. Oh my gosh, Aww. my mom. Talk about the MVP. Okay, my mom. So... Just refreshing our listeners on Camila. So Camila has some health issues. She has a form of epilepsy, but she also last spring, she had pneumonia twice. Mm -hmm. She was super sick last spring, not related to her seizure disorder. And this second or third time that she had this thing pop up and I came home from school with a fever, automatically I'm panicking that she's got pneumonia. I think this was the second time. I don't know. Maybe it was the third time. I can't keep it straight now. Um, and I had to take her to the ER. They were going to do another chest x-ray. And I called my mom on the way because I was panicking because do you know what day it was? It was May 4th. Okay. For uh, my friends who don't know that are listening, I own a Mexican restaurant. Okay. May 5th, AKO. Cinco de Mayo. Biggest day. Biggest day of the year. I am a key player. Okay. I, that's, there's no better way to say it. I'm a key player. I, what am I like, really? I'm going to, what am I going to do? Of course, my child is my number one priority, but she wasn't, this was the way it panned out. It wasn't like emergency. She was okay, but I couldn't send her back to school after that. She was, she was sick. She was okay. Everything was fine. My mom took the day off work. Aww. She came and stayed with her. And, you know, even though some of my mom's, visions of parenthood are different than mine she is still the most loving grandma oh, you know, a mother's love there's no and a grandmother's there. love there's yeah. nothing like that she definitely learned how to be like the best mimi from grammy so uh, she's got yeah and yeah. it was the sweetest thing and it was it was such it took such a load off of my shoulders because what do you do when your kid is sick and th this is a whole other thing in life what do you do when your kid is sick and you can't go to work if I didn't work for my family, there's no freaking chance I would have a job after what we went through yeah. two years ago. Well, there's not a chance. I hope there would be, but... No. I mean, come You're on. Right. I know. Easy. Ugh. Well, and then you feel bad, too. Like, if your kid right. had a chronic condition and you're like, people are like... Oh, is she really sick? Oh, wow. Right. I'm not saying it's right. anybody. No, we were, but no know I know. But you know that's the back of your head. You start wondering, like, or is it something really going on? Or are yeah. they like... Yeah. And unfortunately, though... Have being in the business on the other side of it, you've worked in management quite a bit too. You know that sometimes you're having those thoughts because there are people doing that. Correct. They're giving you bull yeah. crap excuses. Yeah. <sighs> and damn. Oh, what <laughs> but I think again, this has been an episode of really just just raining, ranting, yeah. talking about it. But we're doing this because we want our listeners to hear that. We all feel this, mm -hmm. and these pressures are super real. And again, like we always say, if you need a friend, we're here, and that's what we want to be. We like. I hope that you listen to this, and you're like, "Oh my god, I'm not the only one who feels that way." Right. No, you're not. We pretty much all do. And I think if you are a mom in 2022 that doesn't ever feel pressured by something that they see another mom doing or somebody at school or on the freaking mom pages talk about an episode that's <laughs> going to be a good one or on social media that you're like how are they doing that or how do they afford it how do they keep up with it how do they make it look so good yeah you're not the only one who's had those thoughts and i there's a quote i might have even saved it i've been trying to um get my head into being in a more grateful place mm -hmm. and so yes i i feel incredibly blessed and lucky in my life and all that and of course there's always things 
in everybody's life where you're like, oh, I wish I could have that. Yeah. And we could do this and, you know, have more. But then I, I tend to get a little out of control. And, you know, then I start thinking like, oh, woe is me. Right. Uh, no, woe is not me because. Where is it? Well, I think... Oh, this I have this right here. I, I took a screenshot of Go, it. Girl. It says, sometimes I forgot how rich I am. My hot water works on a dime. My AC works when I need it to. I can go to any grocery store and purchase what I please to eat. I have a clean kitchen to cook in. Well, sometimes. <laughs> I have a clean shower to bathe in. Sometimes I forget I'm beyond blessed. Yeah. And I think that's easy for all of us. We're about to get emotional here. Yeah, I also... One quote that I've seen shared a couple times lately was like the you five years ago is dying to be where you are now and that's one of those things that really puts things in perspective too of maybe you don't have the perfect house but maybe five years ago you're five years from now you're gonna look back and be like but look where I am now or maybe your kids aren't maybe your parenting journey isn't looking the way you want it to that you're having trouble with your kids behavior or something like that and that's that's tough to go through Mm -hmm. that's really tough but maybe you're getting through it and you're learning from it. And in five years, you're going to look back and be like, wow, the experiences that I had really taught me this, this, and this. And look where we are now, this incredible relationship I have with my kids or or whatever. You know, I mean, I personally know if I went back to July of 2021 was some of the hardest days of my life. Mm-hmm. Days that I didn't know if I'd get through. Oh, friend. And- Gosh, this wasn't where this episode was supposed <laughs> to go. But I can look back now and say, I feel so much luckier for where we, not like I'm not, oh, I'm so glad we went through that. Of right. course not. No, Those were right. a lot of long, hard, scary days in hospitals and talking to a lot of doctors and a lot of unknowns. But we're so grateful now that we have a great medical team. We're so grateful now that Camila gets to go to school. We're so grateful that she's making friends. We're so grateful. I mean, she stopped wearing the protective helmet for the most part. And like, we we even talked about that Saturday night with trick-or-treating. Last year, we let her go without her helmet. And it was like, we were so nervous. We just wanted her to be able to be fun and have be a kid. Right. And let her long hair down because she was Rapunzel, right? Mm-hmm. And this year, it was just like, yeah, you just get to do it. It was like, what a difference. Well, you guys have learned so much and you're confident in, you know, where you're at. And you know that you can get through it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I, again, I kind of veered off track there, but the point is remembering, I think gratefulness, you're really onto something there. And I think if you're somebody who like journals or takes some meditation time or time for yourself in a day, and if you can sit down and even just think about three things that you're grateful for, and maybe you have a day where maybe you only have one thing and your one thing that you're grateful for is that you got up and out of bed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And maybe the next day you're grateful that you got a kiss from your kid before they went to school. It doesn't have to, you don't have to be like, oh, I'm so grateful for this perfectly curated Christmas display. No, be grateful for these little moments. Mm -hmm. Be grateful that your kid brought home a really fun and sweet picture of Santa Claus or Mm -hmm. the the little keychain that they made you for Christmas or keeping it all in perspective Mm -hmm. and remembering those special moments and the special things that make the whole motherhood journey worth it because a lot of it doesn't feel like it. (laughs) A lot of it feels hard and just so the pressures Why are unreal. How am I going to get through this? Yes. Yeah. What am I doing? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Don't get on a um or go down a. And those are probably good times to bad. turn off social media. Like yeah. it's okay. You're not missing anything if you turn it off. Right. Yeah. Oh, friend. What a, this was a this was kind of a roller coaster <laughs> of an episode. We kind of really just. Real here, life. But these are it's real life. life things and that's what wine with friends is all about that's right yeah i love whining with you yeah oh heart i do can i tell you one thing yeah okay so our friend amanda uh-huh um i had seen her yesterday no no what's today today it's monday so it's saturday okay yeah. i saw her real quick saturday uh-huh. and she was like oh my I was listening and I was like, Did you hear what we were talking about yet? She's like, Yeah, blah, blah. She's like, You know what's funny? She's like, I haven't seen Alex for a couple days, but I feel like because I was listening to you today <laughs> that I I have been around you guys. I love that. Like, I had like no time this past. Yeah. And I was like, so That's fun. Uh, yeah. Like. 
She's like, yeah, just listening to you guys. It's just, just like you hear fun with friends on the pod. Just, Keeping it real. Yeah. Well, we had another friend who said, they're like, I feel like I'm just at work chit chat with you guys like always. I love it. Yeah. He also requested more. Who else wants more? He said he wants two episodes a week. Listen, we have a strong, like, four guy following. Yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't say wine with girls. We said wine with, with friends. friends. Yes. <laughs> Right. Okay. Okay. Listen. Next week's episode, like whatever you do, you have to come back for next week. This is so fun. We're coming into Andrea and Matt are coming up on their fifteen-year wedding anniversary, and we've got some fun marriage things coming. We've got a little uh, game and some advice, and you're not going to want to miss uh, some stuff. I don't even know about. <laughs> yeah, I like to keep it fresh. <laughs> Here on well, I can't wait. That will be fun. Friends, make sure that you're following along at Wine with Friends Pod on Instagram. Again, send us emails. Just drop us a note. Say hi. Send us pictures of your Halloween fails or what you share with us. What you did great this week? We want to hear what you did great because we're all winning somewhere. If you want to throw in a messy uh, kitchen picture, oh or yeah, do that. Make do me that. feel a little better about myself. Yeah. Did oh, you God. didn't see the pile of papers on my? counter when you walk see, in i honestly you just walk right by it i don't yeah, see because, that's what i say mario well, yeah. was so worried okay when when you came over i told you that i need we yeah. usually come in through the garage the right. garage door leads into the laundry room comes straight into the kitchen and i said i need you to come in the front door because there's a mountain of laundry in the laundry room number one i don't give a crap if you see my laundry you you can look at it i don't care that's we're all doing laundry you probably have 12 of the same piles at home right i just didn't want you to have to maneuver around <laughs> it but Mario would be like, oh, put that away. Like he not not in a bad way. He's, you know, he's not trying to cover anything up. But I'm just like, I don't care because you're living the same life as me. Uh -huh. And it's what it is. Yeah. I so share that with, with us. You. Don't be afraid to be who you are, how you need to be who you are. And we're all doing the best we can. Have a great week. Have a great week. Coffee cheer. Kill it as a mom. Bye, friends. See you next week.